Family Artifact. That's John Smith from his album, The Longing Road. John Smith is going to be in concert Thursday evening, February 13th in Key West at the studios of Key West. John Smith is on the line. Hi, John. Hey, Michael. How are you? Great. Now, where are you now? At the very moment, I am in uh, Pulebra Island, which is off of Puerto Rico, my wife and I are down here just taking a week and and getting away from Wisconsin <laughs> frigid temps. <laughs> are you on vacation? I'm literally on vacation. I, I have my guitar. I started a little song last night, but I'm not doing a gig. Uh, just hanging out. No, I really didn't think that folk singers went on vacation. Well, occasionally when you get old enough... <laughs> You just got to do it. Well, when you did you start? It. Was was there a time that you just worked constantly? Yeah, yeah. I've been I've been playing Michael full time for uh, thirty thirty some years, maybe closer to forty years. Because I did the I played the college market. There was a college coffee house circuit, you know, and I played like five hundred colleges back in late seventies, early eighties. And I did that, and then I really, you know, found out about the folk community, which, God, as soon as I really found out about it, and that was through the Kerrville Folk Festival. I heard about that and entered a contest they have called New Folk, a songwriting contest, and luckily was one of the winners of that and just kind of really found my, I guess, the soul of my songwriting or really... You know, coming away from being there, there's that. You know, it's all about heart. You don't always, you don't always get that it, it, outside the folk world. Um, not to say there aren't great pop and jazz and all kinds of songs that that are really heartfelt, but there was something about going into the folk world, and especially through Kerrville, that it's all about being genuine and t- telling your story and your truth. And that's just what our tribe of folk people, <laughs> that's what we like, you know, and, and I got it. Well, well really, John, were, yeah. were you ever shot down in the commercial music world? Yeah, I guess so. I don't know if shot down. I, I didn't look at it that way, but I did do a five-year uh, staff songwriting deal in Nashville. And uh, and when I, well, when I first really started, I was out in Southern California living in in Newport and Laguna Beach and kind of toyed around with the whole L.A. thing and played at the Troubadour and uh, some really nice clubs, but but my songwriting wasn't there. You know, it was okay, but I was kind of writing like like I was a Eagles and Jackson Brown wannabe, <laughs> kind of that, that kind of thing, which I still like that stuff, but I just 
didn't hear quite the same truth in it. And then, then later after that, I got into the folky world and actually from the folk world, when I actually was a winner at the New Folk in Kerrville, some people from Nashville were there and heard me and said, geez, I think some of your songs could be Nashville success. This was 10, you know, this is 15 years ago or 20 years ago. And uh, yeah, almost 20 years ago. And back then, the companies, publishing companies, were looking for people that were storytellers, which is a lot what we do in the folk world. And um, so I did that for a while, but no success. I mean, a little bit, but nothing, nothing big. And uh, and I was trying to raise a family. I was trying to play folk gigs and do the Nashville thing. And got to a point where I was just spreading myself thin and said, "Okay, enough of the Nashville thing. Um, I'm just going to do." just going to do my music and just going to write for me and you know because you have a tendency when you write for a publishing deal you know they're paying you money for a salary and and they're not getting it back because you're not getting any hits and you start writing stuff that you think is a hit and that's when you're in trouble <laughs> was there ever a moment trouble. john was there ever a moment when you thought you'd just quit the music business altogether not not really because the folk world is always there and it's always you know, you, your personality and who you are really means something in the folk world. And that is, uh, you know, and then there's folk alliance and there's just folk festivals all over and there's house concerts everywhere. And if you do it long enough and you're, you don't burn any bridges and you're an okay person and you got a decent songs and stuff, uh, there's, there's a place for you at the table. Well, were you surprised? So, when, when you started writing songs, were you surprised that you'd eventually be considered a folk musician? Yeah. Yeah, because probably like a lot of people that when they first really admit <laughs> that they like folk music, most of us think it's kumbaya and, uh, you know, maybe blown in the wind, a couple of Dylan songs. That's what we think folk is. And that's all good. I, I like that, but you and I know, and your listeners here all know that it's a lot broader thing. As a matter of fact, I think it's one of the broadest uh, genres, just because in folk music, we write about everything. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, whereas most genres are love songs after love song, and that's all good. But in our world, we can write songs about places and things or a tree or... You know what I mean? You yeah. name it. and uh, Well, I think that's can... one of the disadvantages. Because it's so broad, it's it's difficult to uh, categorize or uh, and define and sell eventually. Well, I agree. I agree. It's very hard to categorize it. And, you know, it's like the most dreaded question. You get, well, what do you... How, you know, you'll meet a stranger or, you're, or you'll be doing an interview like this and they'll say, what kind of music do you do? If you just pop off folk music, you better be, you know... You almost got to use a lot of definitions like Americana and acoustic and, you know, and folk. And uh, and that maybe it's got a little bluegrassy in it or maybe it's got a little, little timey in it. You just got to use them all <laughs> to get people. But, you know, the thing is now, Michael, people can, like right now, people are listening and say, who the hell is John Smith? They can go to my website, johnsmithmusic.com. They can go to my video page. They can see me within 30 seconds singing a song. And so they they decide for themselves, and especially in this folk world, that's what we all pick and choose. And so you know, if you got some nice videos up there of just me and my guitar singing, and uh, that goes a long way to getting people to come out to shows and you know and becoming fans. And in the folk world, you get fans 
they they could really be loyal. Like myself, I've been playing a lot of years now, and uh, and have a nice fan base. And I also do things like I lead groups to Ireland. I've been doing that for for over 15 years, bringing several groups a year to Ireland, where I turn them on to Irish music and myself. Well, John, John, before we get into the Ireland trip, I just want to remind everybody that you are playing uh, on Thursday evening, February 13th, in Key West, which is uh, at the studios of Key West. John Smith is on the line. Well, when did you find your voice? When, when did uh, You mentioned how now you're a better songwriter than you were back then. How, when did that change happen? How did you develop to become a better songwriter? Yeah, that's a great question, Michael, because that's what all of us songwriters are, are we're striving for is to find our voice. Well, you write a lot of songs. You know, first first you do cover songs. And then you start saying, oh, I'm going to write my own story, my own truth. But we, we still kind of copy. Like if you're a John Prine fan or Dylan fan or Jackson Brown or, or Joni Mitchell or whatever, you just kind of write songs like that. You know what I mean? You're sort of still copying, but you're doing your own thing. Then you finally, and you write a lot of songs. Maybe you write 100 songs like that. Maybe it's only 10 for some people. And then all of a sudden you write that one song that just is like, wow, I just wrote a song that nobody else in the world could have written but me, and yet it has universal. It just connects. Like for me, a song that's probably been, that was that song for me was a song called From His Window, which is on one of my earliest recordings, CDs called Hole in the Clouds. And it's about, the song is about my father who um, was in a, Alzheimer's unit his final days and I wrote a song about coming home one day after visiting him and wrote the song and it's been you know it's probably had more hits you know, close to a million hits of a video that I have on my site uh, so I really uh, that song in, in, in the thing that you know I was vulnerable I, I took the it wasn't like I took a chance I just wrote the song without thinking I actually thought I'm never singing this for anybody because it's way too personal. I can't even write the thing without crying all over the page, you know? And then I finally said, well, I'm going to sing it at a gig and just see what happens. And oh my God, you know, people saying, oh, geez, my dad or grandpa had Alzheimer's. And, you know, and so because I was so vulnerable with my truth, I mean, a lot of us find comfort in somebody else's pain that somebody else shares it. Hearing one person sing about their sadness. And of course, underneath it all, with Alzheimer's um, family, it's really about love, you know, just, you know, you're sad to lose them to that. And uh, So anyway, I don't know if that answers your question about finding my voice. No, it does, it does. Uh, John Smith is in concert next uh, on Thursday, uh, February 13th. I, I noticed, I mean, John Smith, uh, your name is just so common. I noticed that you've taken out the space between your first and last name. I suppose that was an effort to, to, to differentiate yourself. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't really my idea, although ever since I was little, a lot of people have called me John Smith, you know, all one word, hey, John Smith, you know, like just endearing, endearing kind of thing, and, uh, and it was always okay with me, you know, and uh, then when I did my first solo record, I'd done some other duos and stuff before, but when I did my first solo record, the lady who did the artwork was a friend, and she put it all together, and that was right at the same time when, when your website, for example, even if your name is Joe Johnson, you take it's joejohnson.com or Joe Johnson Music. There's no space. So it just worked out at a time where johnsmith.com kind of thing or johnsmithmusic.com 
Com. So that's kind of how it happened, the combination of those two. Kind of. well, it, it works. works. It works. <laughs> Did you ever try to yeah. fight it? Uh, fight being John Smith? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I made a voice talk. Jeez, I should come up with some cool, cool uh, show name like Bob Dylan did, you know. <laughs> but but uh, but I said, uh, not in the folk world. You don't need to just be who you are. And, you know, there is another John Smith. Well, I finally met at Folk Alliance from England, a younger guy. And we've had a few issues where somebody has you know, sent me an email that's supposed to go to him and he's received stuff online, but very, very little. Uh, but that's, so that's the only time it's really been, been a problem. John Smith is on the line. You mentioned you go to, uh, you, you lead groups to Ireland every year. You have to, you do other things to supplement your folk music income? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, really, the first real thing was these Irish trips um, back around 2000, 2001, 2002, I got a hold of a few friends, Chuck Brodsky and Peter Mulvey, who had been going to Ireland and playing gigs, just like they would come to Florida or they would go to England or they'd go to the West Coast. Uh, they just gave me all these names and numbers of little folk clubs and gigs to be had in Ireland. And most of my family heritage, um, six of my eight great-grandparents all were Irish immigrants. And uh, so I thought, yeah, I'll go over there and see if I can get a few of those gigs and See what Ireland's like, and of course, I fell in love with the place. I was really smitten with it, and so I did that a few years. And after a few years, several fans uh, started saying, "Hey, why don't you do a trip? And can we, can we uh, come with you?" <laughs> so, so I put together this little little trip of uh, uh, you know about a dozen people, and that was just fantastic. So now, 15 years later, I. Uh, I bring four groups myself a year, and I started a company called Finnish Free Tours, and all these other people that you know, Tom Kimmel, Joe, Joe Jenks, Joe Crookston, David Francie, um, Susan Warner, Willie Porter, Ellis Paul, a ton of other friends, I helped them do the same kind of tours. So that really was just a wonderful thing, and you know, Irish people love music, and it's just you know, it's a great way to go see Ireland for t- it's a 10-day trips that we do, and you can find out all about it at my website. But that then that parlayed into other things. I I leap, do river trips on the middle on the uh, middle fork of the Salmon River in Idaho every summer. I bring a group of 20 some people down the river. Music every night, it's incredible. I've been doing uh, some cruises this summer. Um, I led a group of. Uh, folks on the Inside Passage, and next year at this exact time, I'll be on a cruise boat with a bunch of Irish musicians doing an Irish music cruise out of uh, out of Puerto Rico and all the southern Ireland. So, so yeah, and, and I teach a lot. I teach uh, songwriting, and, you know, I'll be at the Kerrville Folk Festival teaching again. I just taught at the Sisters Oregon Festival, and, uh, and I teach at a wonderful place called the Esalen Institute in Big Sur. I go up there twice a year and teach. So, so yeah, I don't just do one-night gigs. I wouldn't, if I had to do that, I, I'd be done. I, I would be probably, you know, doing some odd job somewhere. But with, with the diversity of all the stuff I do, that's all music-related, and they're all fans. And uh, so it's just great. I mean, I've been one lucky, lucky Lucky duck. <laughs> Congratulations on your success. John yeah. Smith, 
John Smith will be in concert on Thursday evening, February 13th, in Key West at the studios of Key West at the Old Town, a part of the Old Town New Folk Series. John, I'm going to play one more song. Tell me about Safe Home. Safe Home is a, a song that I wrote in Ireland. Um, in Ireland, it's a very common phrase. Um, in, in an Irish, uh, which we'd say Gaelic, but they call it Irish, it's Swanawalia. In Safe Home, and it's just a very endearing thing that I've heard many times. And finally, one day I was in Ireland in between a couple of my tours playing at uh, a festival in County Down called the Fiddler's Green Festival. And I just had a great, you know, three or four day festival and and uh, just great people the Mary Black family and Doogie McLean and, and uh, uh, some of the Dubliners. And it was just wonderful and saying goodbye everybody's hugging and saying safe home and, and so i wrote a song driving across ireland um and it's a real sing-along kind of a song like the end of a night or end of a great festival and it's really been it's been one of those songs of mine that it has a life of its own i people sing it all over in ireland and the states you know scouting groups use it festivals several festivals in the country use it for their final send-off of the year kind of a kind of a song, but it's just a, you know, and farewell, good night, see you next time kind of a song. John Smith, thank you so much for taking time to talking to us. Yeah, Michael, thanks, and thank you for for uh, doing the program you've done for so many years. It's a great service, all us independent folkies, we, it means the world to us, and, uh, and I hope to see a lot of folks out there. So thanks, Michael. come through the valleys we've come through the fields we've crossed all the rivers to find ourselves here we sang songs of sorrow we sang songs of love let's sing one more together to send ourselves off safe home safe home safe home will you go may the light of the moon smile down on Safe home, safe home, will you go until I next see you? Safe home, will you go? We've laid down our worries, our troubles, our fears, like shells on the strand, washed by laughter and tears. But the tide has returned to lift us away. Our houses and families we pray. Safe home, safe home, safe home will you go. May the light of the moon smile down on you road. Safe home, safe home, safe home will you go. Until I next see you, safe home will you go. Still. 
jigs and the reels The dance floor is empty Our farewell's all set Now it's time to be going Until we all meet again Safe home, safe home Safe home will you go May the light of the moon Smile down on your own Safe home, safe home Safe home will you go Until I next see you Safe home will you go Safe home, safe home Safe home will you go May the light of the moon Smile down on your road Safe home